The Progress with Unity podcast have been contacted by Bernard Thistlethwaite from the media team over at the University of Bolton Stadium. We've been asked to broadcast the following message on their behalf in the hope of reaching out to Bolton supporters for a bit of calm following events that occurred last weekend. Over to Bernard. A statement from Burton Wanderers FC. Following on from the humiliation suffered at the weekend over at the DW Stadium, we urge for calm among all the club's supporters. There has been strong condemnation of the club, players, staff and owner on social media and via over means. The first team manager, Mr Phil Parkinson, publicly castigated players along with Ken Anderson's continued shenanigans hasn't dealt matters. Nor did the five goals scored by Wigan Athletic come to think of it. But we would like a sense of restraint to prevail so that we can bring the club back together. With this in mind, we have set up a direct line at the club that supporters can ring to air their views, put forward suggestions for resolution or to make donations to save our Bolton story, or to use the acronym, the SOB story. The number is 03165252. I'll repeat that again. That's 03165252. This is the Progress with Unity podcast, and we are not taking the. First of all, thanks to uh, Bernard Thistlethwaite from uh, Bayton for giving us that statement. Um, Barry, how are you doing? Uh, yeah, I've recovered from Saturday. Uh, I know most people enjoyed it. I had a little bit of a nick up, but we'll, I'm sure we'll come to that later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was burned when you met up with him to record that. He was very well. Uh, he was feeling a little bit down, obviously, but. Uh, yeah, I think he just wanted that message to get out. Uh, what was that number again? Zero three. Okay, Mr. Pendlebury, how are we? Yeah, very good, thank Back you. from your uh, jaunt to uh, Wish FM Towers with uh, Guy Clark. Yeah, I was very positive, and I think the players listened to me rally and cry and uh, we're all ready to go on Saturday. Just a straw poll who's listening to uh, Adam's exploits so did we, uh, did we decide not to tune in. No, no hands have gone up around the table. <laughs> no, we, we have a couple of like, I've, I've listened to you Adam. I yeah, I listened to a little bit of it. Yeah. yeah, it got fed up around. Was it about two minutes, three seconds or something like that? No, it was around three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> he did say something about that on the best contributor from the Progress of the Unity podcast. Oh. All right. Is that tr- right guy? Well, um, we'll have a word with him. And he's he's the right guy. He's the right guy. guy. Well, I'll, I'll, I might send a strongly worded email. Oh. Hey. All right. Young Adam, how are we Hello, doing? Hello, I'm doing very well, thank you. How's the uh, Convery household after Saturday? Well, Saturday sent a, a ripple through everything, but I, oh. I think it's kind of, you know... Getting back to normality now. Did your dad kick the cat? Uh, no. Oh, no. No, just for 
cruelty reasons. Yeah. No, yeah. We just have to say that the, the RSPCA might be listening. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, not. the fact that I've seen Spook down at Vets for Pets is uh, <laughs> no coincidence. <laughs> Sophie, how are we doing? Alright, I'm just putting together the uh, social media watch, seeing as uh, nobody else has this week. <laughs> No, well, we thought we'd keep it current, didn't we? Because obviously uh, this has been recorded as uh, Dazza Royal and Johnny Jackson uh, in the Greater Manchester uh, Red GM Radio. GMR. That's the one, yeah. And, and what's interesting is they've got this after us. I mean, we we were the podcast that broke it. We were the first people to give exclusive interviews to uh, our new owners. Obviously, behind the club because. That's where it all starts, but we beat the Evening Post, we beat GMR, and everyone else like that, so we're the We've got the a finger on the pulse. We do indeed. And thanks for asking, guys, yeah, I'm great too. Oh, on the back of well, a... Is, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> on a jockey time. On the back of a, a resounding win at the weekend. And we're going to break the game down into two halves, because that's how football is played. Um, and you'll see why I'm doing that in a moment. Okay, so... Who wants to do the stats? I'll do them if they're actually correct this week. Oh, they're right. They're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jolly good. What was correct? Not nil nil or Blackbird. <laughs> it was. <laughs> anyway, the so the uh, local derby Wigan Athletic against Bolton Wanderers. So, possession, Latics. F- only 48% of the possessions to Bolton's 52%. Bolton shaded the attempts uh, from 12 to 10, but Latics were a lot more accurate with 7 on target to Bolton's 3. Latics only had 4 corners to Bolton's 9, I think they had 6 in a row I think at one point in the first half. 13 foils committed by Wigan and 16 by Bolton. Surprisingly for a local derby, only one yellow card, that's for uh, for Bolton. Sam Morsey didn't get booked again. no reds, and let's have a drum roll for this start, because it was Wigan Athletic 5, Bolton Wanderers 2, in front of a crowd of 13,664, and certainly there were a good percentage in our standards who were not behaving idiotically. No, we'll come, we'll come to that as well, uh, we're not going to glorify it, we'll probably condemn it, but... High five to you, Adam, for ringing out those stats accurately. Yeah. Oh, there we go. The penny dropped to uh, to my right. I hope that's what I'm laughing at, and not. Something. No, I'm laughing at a tweet here. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! So, couple of changes on Saturday. Christian Walton came back in for Jamie Jones. Um, I don't think Jamie's done too much wrong. He's been been great since coming, but. You know, I, I think Walton was saying he didn't expect expect to be out that long. It just shows how well Jamie Jones have been doing. Uh, Lee Evans out of the team. Right decision. Yeah, I think, I think the midfield was quite good on Saturday. Uh, yeah, Reece James well, makes a difference for me in that midfield. Well, I think he, he wasn't in the he wasn't in the Reading squad either, was he? And and then Juju no, Wilmers that was it? Yeah, but I don't think he would have come back at Blackburn if Bernard had been fit because. We kept Reese James in midfield, so yeah. I, th- I think it wasn't too big as. Well, as no. Ben was fit. Andy was on an international duty, so maybe they were thinking about <laughs> that. Well. 
Because he hasn't been called up in a long time. So no, he's it'd, it'd have been unfair on him to. Playing against Trinidad you know. and Tobago tonight, isn't it? Well, that's it, and Wales playing two teams in one night, it's it's a big ask. Yes, in Scotland's country, that, isn't it? It is, it is, Trinidad and Tobago. So, Joey Garner, starting on top again, he's been putting in the shifts, and I think a lot of people on social media have seen, you know, they've. they've uh, Realise the errors of their ways after slating him early doors. And I think with strikers, they need a run in the team, don't they? Yeah, I mean, we say it with any striker. I, think a, I yeah. think a lot of it was the fact that people were angry that Grigg wasn't in the team, and I think they kind of put their anger on him because he was in instead. For me, it wasn't the fact that because Grigg was in and out, Garner was, was in and out. was never a consistent striker. No, we're never going to get goals in stri- that way. Yeah, strikers need a run. Because yeah. yeah. the more he plays, work players, the better he is. And all, I think his contribution to the team is, is quite good as well. How long do you give a striker to bed in? Because oh, I'm going to give you two names. Right, go on. Andy Delaw or Il Riera. Well, they well, never got a chance. No, I'm with Adam. I th- you're looking at a minimum of ten games. Julius Sagarawa? He had, he had a decent run in team, yeah. didn't he? About ten games. Scotland had a, a, a big run as well. So t- two two goals and an own goal. I, I think though you've got to you've got to remember as well with Rio and, and Delorf, unfortunately for them, they you know they, they didn't start the season well, and then Rossler had gone, the man he signed him had gone. I thought. Do you, there was, I think Rossler's problem was that he never he didn't play his signings, did he? <laughs> well, yeah. It, Rio had a great game and scored a goal, was it Blackpool? Yeah, yeah. yeah. management selection. Well, you know, and, and you look at Rio, he is a goal scorer. I know it's in the Australian League. Well, he will score goals. He's done it in the league as well. He will score them all. I mean, like you say, if you don't get a decent run, nobody will ever know what you can do. I mean, yeah. I, ne- I never got a decent run. But people will be thinking they're listening, <laughs> be thinking they're listening to a 2015. Yes, anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah. so... I can still claim to have been <laughs> half decent. Martin McCarr's still here. We haven't even kicked off yet. <laughs> So we've kicked off. On live Saturday. Yeah. Some of them were we. It was an interesting game, wasn't it? Because the first half we get a goal <laughs> from probably what we've been screaming out for. Set a piece, just drill it into the box and just somebody get there, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it was given us four minutes, but as time goes, actual ball in play, it was probably two minutes, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah I mean, you, the stoppage in that. I mean, even play. then, you look at the fact that he was getting forward. Robinson was getting forward oh, and yeah. to create the cause the thing in the first. What place. a difference three days makes with Anthony Robinson. Wednesday night, his first touch laid, made him then going for a tackle, and then on Saturday he was getting past players. There's still a bit of work there to be done. Did he have a points prove? Because he was getting a bit of stick, wasn't he, from the uh, the couple of hundred away fans? Just so much more. It feels like every player has more confidence at home. I mean, I mean, usually that is the case, but, but the the complete contrast we have. Yeah, like we look completely thing, lost away, but at home, you know, that from when Reece. you get that first attack in, it's yeah. Reese doesn't seem to bother where he's playing. He's the only one, really, isn't he? he yeah, yeah. As time's gone on through the season, we've had some we've had some away games where we've started okay, but then. As time goes on, the hoodoo starts to become a thing. Psychological, isn't it? And as soon as it is a thing, it becomes psychological. Yeah. yeah. But then, I mean, very very recently we've had a, at Reading where we were, we were very good until the 90th minute, weren't we? So, well, if that game had ended in normal time, we've won. Yeah. So, Magic. Um, that, that first half on Saturday, I wasn't worried about Bolton at all. I think if we played like that for 90 minutes, a 1-0 lead would have been... Completely enough. I, 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 I disagree slightly with it. I didn't feel. Okay, very you're allowed to disagree, but you're wrong. I didn't feel very 
we gave a lot of cheap free kicks away, I yeah. thought, for particularly Shea Dunkley. And and I didn't feel very confident with our defending of them, to be honest. Yeah. Who, who's the ideal centre-back pairing then? Because there's been a lot of debate about this with Shea, Kipri. Fox and Kipri for me. Fox and Kipri is the best two. For me too, yeah. Fox yeah. and Kipri. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they think... both have to be fit, don't they? So that's the... Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if you noticed Kipri had a, a, a plaster cast on his arm, didn't he? Mm -hmm. you know, maybe that kept him out. The Blackburn he fell on it at one point as well, didn't he? He yeah. did, yeah, and he had treatments for that. Yeah. I don't want to slate Shea Duckley because he's not. He's not <laughs> had a there ain't nobody like him either. He's not had a terrible season, but I think he's had a he's had a bad run of five or six where there's been a few things. That it's it's like a bit of panic football with him at times. The thing is, you're not by saying that these are the best two. You're not saying everybody else is bad, are you? No, it's just it's what you do. The big thing for me with Dunkley uh, based on what they've done, keeper is two-footed, yep. star, and he can play a bit of football. Danny but Fox gives you a bit of leadership, yeah. yeah, and then you've got the Burn and Robinson who are not afraid to to bomb on really. I think, I think it would help Robinson more as well. I don't I don't know if Robinson and Fox have played. Well, no, and I think I think you know from listening to what people have said, you know Danny Fox was brought in to be a leader. Walton's a young lad. He's not. He's not vocal. You see, Jamie Jones to me was a bit more vocal, and he was, you know, talking around that mm. that back five. He's having a leader in that defence that we've needed, and hopefully Danny Fox can be that. I don't think he should be out for too much longer now, should he? He should be back after the international I've, break. So I've seen something about. He's him been training today. Yeah. He, was, he was training. He's on the grass. Um, <laughs> without, <laughs> without, without, hippie, <laughs> without having a go, uh, uh, who obviously has been a scapegoat, and I don't mean this derogatory. But the difference with Naismith not being at left back yeah. is, is unbelievable. N not playing a left back at, le at left back, as yeah. you can tell. Um, I think it'll take Robinson a couple more games to get up to you know a, a pretty decent standard because it's all right training and playing against your, your peers, but getting out on that, mat, uh, on that pitch on match days. But what he does bring Robinson, what Naismith didn't, is positional sense because he plays that position where yeah. Naismith doesn't, yeah. and he, he, he got lost quite a bit yeah. Naismith. For me. For I mean, me. It, made, it made me laugh at Blackburn. There was people saying because uh, Robinson didn't have the best of games at Blackburn. And I think not many people I did. Think when he stinks, he really stinks. Robinson yeah. doesn't he? In the but sense, one that, yeah, that Preston as well. Was you get exploited in that position. You get a chance to concede, aren't you? Mm. So half time, one nil to the Latics after was it seven minutes added on time in the first half? Seven, yeah, full seven. Um, and then we came to a bit of comedy at half time. So, um, the Mind Charity sponsoring the game, weren't they? Um, two kids versus two adults. Well, I think you're, you're fine, you're not quite correct though. Alright, carry on. Three adult kids. Versus adults, kid versus kid. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Alright, Paul was second. Well, the girl was the best of the lot of you. And um, Barry took part in um, the half time challenge, which wasn't shoot. Yeah, well, um, we have been. Well, yeah. <laughs> Practicing for that. I might have got past second stage if you had been. What went wrong? Well, for yeah, a so roll it onto a, onto a disc. The disc was about uh, three foot across. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was on the crown of the centre spot, so every every part of that disc was a roll away. Was it? And it was 12 yards away from it. All right. The, the wind was swirling everywhere. And oh, the rain, here we the rain go. was horizontal. Oh, there it was Jürgen Klopp. Right. Jürgen Klopp. Anything else you want to play? Martin putting you off, calling you Sir Barry. Yeah, that was a bit of that going on. Yeah, a bit of barracking. A bit of barracking from, uh, from Ryan, who, who was competing 
against me. Yeah. Uh, who's getting married actually? He was in a superhero outfit. What he, he was, and, he, and he'd had about twelve pints as well. So. Too far. He did better than you. He, he did. Yeah. You did better off on your birthday when you'd had a few. Yeah, more. yeah. Yeah, but then he would have been shooting. I'd have been all right with that. But to be fair, I'm going to defend you. Uh-huh. You had a decent turn and finish, didn't you? Into the open net. Yeah, that was from from just like and it makes just it makes the halfway think, line. But no, it was close to the edge of the box. <laughs> and do you not think that maybe certain attacking midfielders may have caught that in the tunnel, you know, watching you? And maybe led to something that happened in the second half. Oh, oh it could have been oh, the, sub, the subs. Crackers. Subs could have passed them. Yeah, John. Crackers. Yeah. Crackers in. It, it, yeah, yeah. No, I'm thinking more of the Powell finishing to an open net. <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, well done for taking part. And it was nice to see that the um, the kids, you know, got the prizes, was, yeah. didn't they? And no, no, they got anything. No, they got. They no, got. no. Did they not? No, no they girls. No. They told me they changed it to, because. There weren't enough winners on the on the other one. This is more difficult. It needed. I was just saying to my mate during it. I was thinking, this is rubbish. Just get back, shoot back, get like, shoot back, rubbish. or get four of those little pop up goals. You have to do dizzy things and get four yeah, balls. That'd be good. Or the big ball where you're running the big ball. The zorbing. The yeah. zorbing. Yeah. So naked. Moving on. Second half. Thankfully, we weren't zorbing naked um, at half time. So, um, one nil half time, uh-huh. teams come back out, and um, as you were really. So, first goal scorer in the second half of Wigan was Gavin Massey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought Gavin Massey had a lovely game, uh, lovely finish. Lovely fella. Yeah. First home goal apparently since September 17. All round nice guy. Then came a bit of pure comedy. Um, <laughs> that's what that's the music that um, <laughs> you should have played that after the goal bit of that on the end tonight yeah um, so Remy Matthews in goal for uh, Bolton wasn't it I mean I don't think we're signing him in uh, in summer the fact that he looks at Michael Jacobs twice twice twice, twice. Yeah. then bowl, bowls the ball out God, I bet he's watched that a few times this week in training. If he can afford to... He had some Mengrit nets, he didn't see him, did he? No. So yeah, Jacobs, all he had to do was let it cross goal. Powell could have He reacted Jacobs, didn't he, straight yeah. away. Boof. You see this though in like League 2, don't you, on Soccer AM. In fact, we've it made happened, soccer... It happened we, during the week. It did. We've made on soccer... the goalkeeping union would have a pair of... Mr Rovers won it. Mr Rovers won it. It was someone like that. We've appeared on Soccer AM now twice, haven't we? We had the Jamie Jones and Joris Olsen incident. Um, that that wasn't as bad as this, though, no. was it? <laughs> and then obviously we've been on the receiving end, so. Uh, yeah, Powell puts us three up. Um, cruising. Yeah, I went three nil as well, I thought that would be it. And then. Um, <laughs> a moment of lapse, concentration, I think. Yeah, a, sm- a small period of. Killed them bol- off, didn't it? Bolton dominance really I thought there was, a, there was a slight period maybe of three or four minutes <laughs> for three minutes <laughs> <laughs> where, Bol- where Bolton were on top and you know they were piling on the pressure uh, Sammy Amiobi does a job doesn't he does, does a shift job, yeah, yeah. good squad player if you want to stay in the area next season no um, they can go bury <laughs> yeah with that other guy that other one they went bury they used to have Neil Downs. Neil Downs, yeah. But they didn't they didn't look like they were troubling us. I mean I know they took Donaldson off and Well Phil Parkinson I reckon 
they should have gone on and got some of the rest of the game. Oh, we need to check what was in his coffee. Um, then crackers with a cracker, an absolute peach. They almost scored seconds beforehand, didn't yeah. they? And I thought he redeemed himself a little bit there, keeper with a cracking save though. It's like a cider, wasn't it? Like a little cider, and then he, he just sort of bent it a bit further around. And then the um, if, if you've seen the highlights back, Joe Garner's celebrating four crackers has even hit it, hasn't he? It's a psychic. Yeah. I'm getting the word. Goal. <laughs> <laughs> and then Leon is on fire. From Comes Na- on. Nathan Burncross, was it? Yeah, yeah. Nathan Burncross. And also, he was very He was unlucky yeah, to yeah, hit the goal. That would have been the goal of the match. That would have been. Missed, you missed that Bolton goal. And it would have been so yeah. good. Yeah. Rattling six in one set. Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, five was. Did I say to you six on bridge when we were coming in? I've said it to someone when we were coming into the ground. By the way, I've just asked Paul this because obviously you can't see what we've just asked. Uh, I said we'll get six. Oh no, I said we'll score five, well, four and eight. I can't remember if I'm being honest. You know? Well, well, it was nice talking to you, Paul, anyway. I said to you, we were in last five in the championship. Was it Preston? I thought Crystal Palace. Preston was the season after, Palace was the last season. Did everyone go for a win round the table? To play Devils after, right? Apart from. I went for a draw, and it's not done me any favours in this league. No, it's not. So, and I did say at one point, oh, I'm going to start taking it seriously now. And I f- don't think I've got any points. So, but yeah. <laughs> I was joking. Take your foot off the gas. Although I did miss a lot of weeks, I don't think I gave you. No, you didn't. I don't think I'll get it. Do drop a message. I, I, yeah, don't, well. I don't think Adam will get it wrong this week. I think I'm going. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the full-time score from the DW Stadium was Wigan Athletic five, five, Bolton Wanderers two. Everybody get up. How good was that? It was just uh, what we needed. Yeah, it was just what we, we needed. I think it's what Cookie needed as well. When, like, when was the last time we beat them? Was it we ro- when Rossler first came in? Yeah. 3 2, yeah. See, that's a ridiculous amount of time. It was, it was played back. We've only played them twice since then, the Hustle podcast. Three times. Three times. <laughs> yeah. But I think yeah, that would have done Cookie's uh, power good as well, oh, right? We've played more than that, actually. Yeah, we've had, yeah, we had, we had a few, because we had a cup game as well, we lost. Yeah. We got a bit of stick over his press conference on the Friday, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. It was unwarranted. The pre- I think the pressure was there, right? Obviously he's going yeah. to be under pressure because of where we are in the table. Yeah, and then the guy opens up comparing a Scouse lad to a Tory Prime Minister that's presiding over a bloody absolute chaos. Yeah. That's not going to put him in a good mood, is it? The best bit of it was uh, when when the Gavin Massey question, <laughs> when he asked whether Gavin Massey was injured or not, and then that was it. Yeah, so well, he was he was trying to get the same questions, wasn't he? Basically, the, the the journalist questions were why were your substitutions crap, you know, but couched a bit nicer, but he just cut sort of straight through. Him. He just looks football. You know, so some you get right, some you know. Five two, home fans going home happy. Away fans, well, some unsavoury scenes there, and that's not what we want to see at yeah, football games. I, I couldn't believe that the uh, the police blocked off the bridge and stopped us going home and let the Bolton fans just. Yeah, we had. I looked like I'd fallen in the canal when I got home, over that went. Yeah. We, we had that discussion, but I, I, I was kind of saying that there was that many of them that left early because they were that bad, that yeah. locking in the ones that are left isn't really going to do. Do much if you got to a normal end of the game where most of them are still there and it's only the odd ones have drifted off. 
locking them in and letting us go is the right thing to do. When you go away, I mean, you get told, don't you? You're going to be kept behind. I think there was a point in just after we'd scored our fifth that there was a a large congregation of the troublemakers in the bottom right next to the the S2 and they all suddenly went to go outside and wait and cause trouble. Yeah. They all left. They all started running out, which, you know... The thing is, they behaved differently to what the stewards would have expected, which is expect them to go out at full time. Did they not have prefects with them? Well... Or monitors? I mean, the, the, there, was an average, there was an average age of probably about 14. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's not... I, I saw a law student tweet, I hope we're going to polish the running shoes. Well, you obviously set a good example there, haven't you? That's all that, yeah. I mean, I... You didn't, didn't even go to the game. No. Did he not? No. <laughs> Brilliant. But anyway, we can forget that mindless nonsense, and we can move on to, well, bigger and better things, international breaks. We have international players in our squad. Adam, um, has anyone... Young Adam, has any players gone out on international duty? Yes. Um, uh, Anthony Robinson has been called up to USA under-23s. Oh, not again. Um, yeah, and uh, Rhys James is at the young England under twenties, I think it is. Yeah, uh, that's it, right? We'll that's move not, on. That's not <laughs> it. Um, our Welsh wizard in the field, Lee Evans, is uh, is set to score a hat trick tonight against Trinidad and Tobago. Two teams, international friendly. Well, so Owen Evans, is he had? Um, oh, we had another like a, another keeper. Sorry about Marcin. Oh. When I was looking through the tweets before, I saw something that we're the only t- the results, and then oh yeah, the City England under seventeen, top more than one player in the team with us City, Arsenal, Chelsea, no, Sunderland again, top, top, Sunderland cancelled. As as our guest, there are seven Latics players in international duty. Mackenzie O'Neill turning out for the Northern Ireland team against the Netherlands tonight. Lee Evans obviously played for Wales. Why did you make you stumble through that when he's got it written down? Because oh, yeah. I'm now moving into a bit from the club. Oh. Bobby Jones playing for the Republic of Ireland under 18s tomorrow. Joe Geldart and Jensen Weir playing for England tomorrow. Anthony Robinson, as Adam rightly said, playing for USA under 23s. So, yeah, we've got a, a few players out there. What age is Geldart's? Uh, nah, I can't, what's he, what 17s, under 17s. 17s or 18s, is it now? 17s, I think. Tickets are on sale for Hull, away, all priced £18. Even kids. Even kids, yeah, so it's a bit, it's a bit of a strange price, not a bad price for us adults. Um, well, it is for you, isn't it? But for, for you know, young uns, it's... Um, yeah. Bristol's out as well, isn't it? Yeah, Bristol's out, adults £27, over 65 Bristol's out, right. <laughs> Barry, over 65 £24. I saw some of that on Twitter as well before. Under 24s, under 25 sorry, £24. Under 21's £21, under 19's £15, and under 12's a tenner. So, Adam, you can go for 15 quid. <laughs> I think I'm going to go to Bristol. Uh, I'll have to Bristol as well. Uh, the development squad beat Mansfield 2 by 2 goals to nil. Uh, another good victory for our uh, development squad. Trialist playing and scored, didn't they, in that game? Yeah. I think. Um, there's a Swing Athletic Supporters Survey, uh, which is now online on the club website. All you need is your client code, and that's so that you can win some fabulous prizes. What's that? Supporters Club Survey. Or supporters, supporters Club? No, Supporters Survey. Supporters. About the club. 
Um, Benny, I'm Divin Banning Gimme. <laughs> if I pronounced that right. Went back to their um, former primary school and did a, a bit of a meet up and chat with the youngsters, which is always nice and shows how well we're doing uh, in the community. And I think that is pretty much everything. Just one other piece. Uh, There's some sad, sad news this week. Uh, Latix fan many years uh, Dave Dickinson who lives on Gidler Lane he, he died this week um, I don't know any details whatsoever he's 50 year old but he's well known to a lot of Latic supporters home and away yeah. so very sad news and yeah thoughts got to his family yeah, absolutely. and friends yeah. um, and we're going to go from that sad news to a bit of positive news um, Ian Carter who suffered a stroke uh, late last year uh, returned to his first game in what looking about six months I reckon I think, I think it, it, it it was Rotherham at home in September so that was a 1-0 win wasn't yeah. it yeah he came, he came back he was in um, hospitality on Saturday um, and managed to oversee a 5-2 win so Ian you need to get back on those coaches and down to away games because obviously you do, you do something right lads have been waiting for you to come back we haven't so. won away since nope so Continuing your road to recovery in and uh, in uh, Dubai. It, it's good to good to see you back. Yeah. Right, Paul. We're not heard from you much tonight. No, I've just been sat listening. <laughs> do do a bit of social media watch. Right, keep it then. clean. Go on then. I'll keep it as clean as I can. So first one. Um, I, I'm sure you all saw the video on Saturday. The Bolton fans singing just as Joe Garner stuck the only <laughs> goal in. Yeah. This is a shit all I want to go. Oh. Um Alright. Yeah, they all went quiet. <laughs> they all went quiet because yeah. he scored. Um one from Mr Kendrick, flares in the away end and not just being worn. Um the canal's full, not with bodies, but overflowing with Bolton fans' tears. Oh well, that was one back from been. back from Saturday. Um, and the, there was one here from a, a Mr. Morris Lindsay. Alright, official Bolton. I've picked up £1.64 in copper that your scruffy fans lobbed at the ticks lot yesterday. Can I make an offer to buy your club with it? Can regards Morris. <laughs> now, they've been in the High Court today and they've had a, um, a stay of execution because a buyer's been found. Now, I'm not linking the two, but <laughs> draw your own conclusion. Can we confirm uh, if that was really Morris Lindsay or not, or can, would you have to... I, I, I think we could take it as read that it wasn't. Is it fake news? It was fake news. <laughs> um, a couple from Bolton fans, just because I, I did a search for... for Morris Lindsay, really big fan. Bolton, <laughs> as well as Wigan. Um, one, one yesterday, which would be Tuesday, um, HMRC away tomorrow. Did the double over them a couple of years back. Come on, you whites. <laughs> Fair enough. And then one where I'm going to name check him, um, which is from Sam underscore F underscore Heaton. That's an underscore. Who said, I'm sorry, but if you take the light in what's happening at Bolton, you're a flipping cretin. I support Wigan and hate them more than most anyone in the world, but this is a travesty for football from the top to the bottom. It could quite easily be your club one day soon. Yeah, absolutely. Not thoroughly went this week as well. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say to you, Macclesfield have been in today as well. Have they? Macclesfield have been there. Yeah. Yeah. Stay of execution. To the last guy that you just said, high five to him mm. too. 
Yeah, I, I mean, that, I just, I, it is, it's an absolute travesty. But you, look, you look at the money that sloshes round in the Premier League, and I know Bolton have, have obviously spent a few quid. But North look, Therapy could have been saved, couldn't they, by, you know, donations. Oh. You buy Alex's Sanchez wages for this week. Yes. What, did they, what did they owe 150 grand? Yeah. There's something like that. Now it? that football yeah. club but, does not exist. But the thing is... Sometimes they can come back, can't they? You look at teams. I think it's Non-league clubs like that. Boston. They owe 150 grand, not because somebody's thrown 150 grand away yesterday. No. It's because it's, ta- it's built up slowly over the course of a few but years. They've had to do the ground up and they've, yeah. had to, they've had to compete at the level they're at. It's a travesty. And you've got, you know, Sorry. I, I understand that, you know, the the agents come in and the reason the agents are there is because they get the players better deals and the clubs have got uh, an incentive to sign better players so offer better deals um, but it's an absolute travesty the amount of money that sloshes around at the top levels that some can't be spread down to the lower levels it's, it's, it's just wrong and, and I don't know what the solution is there's no one ever buy into uh, and this isn't my this isn't my view by the way but the, there is a school of thought isn't there that, that um, football's run as businesses and you know as we well know on the high streets they've been hit hard people have lost their jobs businesses have failed because they, they haven't been run responsibly is this not just another business that hasn't been run well, I don't think so businesses uh, sorry football's a community and, and they're all in the same boat together uh, and you think where they get the, the top clubs where do the, the players come from? from from smaller clubs spotting players I know they're spotting themselves but uh, I mean, it all feeds through. We're all part of the same community. If they, I know, I read something about saying that if you do build cut these clubs out, it creates the the culture where people uh, can be that's just can a, throw money away. That's and, just a, but enabling a selfish attitude yeah, at the top. Yeah. Well, then again, we're perfectly happy to build the banks out. <laughs> but, yeah. the, but I mean, back on the just on that point about rival fans. I mean, just from a, just from a selfish perspective. You would not want them to to fall in the middle of the season, would you? Because we'd be we'd be a lot worse off. Well, I mean, uh, it's like any prejudice, isn't it? You know, Bolton fans, hate them all. You get Dave in here last week. Perfectly, perfectly yeah. reasonable sound guy. Adam's dad. Get get away from the mob mentality of, of any club, and all football fans uh, tend to be half decent people. You know, it's only when they. Oh, oh, that's yeah. the proper fo- proper football fans are. Yeah, people who actually you know like us who sit here and talk talk knowledgeably about football. But there are <laughs> there are there are idiots out there. I mean, like for for instance, if you see the Man United Liverpool rivalry where it's more about the opposition team losing than your own team winning, because yeah. there's that much hatred in it. It's just you know singing all like songs about either Hillsborough or Munich and all that kind of stuff. It's that's one thing I was very disappointed with Bolton fans actually with their, their songs that you see on social media. That because that's the tribal element though, isn't it? It's not it's not supporters, it's people Idiotic. who go for the tribal element and, and, and you know, in, in some cases they go for the fact that it gives them an opportunity to get hammered on a Saturday. Yeah. yeah. You know, they don't go to watch the game, they go to go on the ale. Mm. Well, there were, there were fans in that away stand who... Probably, probably didn't see any of the game. Mm. They were that busy. Do you think Lycos was fans in that away end who's probably not been to 
many, if any, games this season. Yeah. Just I think they've just come out fully in a way. And come for a scrap, and a lot of Bolton fans said that. They said there's some right. I mean, every club probably has it. I mean, we yeah, have idiots yeah, coming out do. for Preston and Bolton. Yeah. It's just the way it is, I think. That's one, and then you end up with the people who really want to take it, you know, the people who go can't end up going. Well, we, we had this at uh, Fleetwood, didn't we, last year in Blackpool yeah. as well. And people, I mean, I remember when we one that got promoted to Blackpool, the last ta- not last time, the time before in League One. And there were, there, were, there were lads there in front of me, leaving at half time. Yeah, because we were going to the pub. That was someone else's ticket. Yeah. Yeah, and then they missed four goals. Yeah, but they'd have been crying if they could have got a ticket. And it's probably thrown me away again, they've been all season. It's odd, isn't it, how these anomalies are? These, these type of people always seem to get the tickets. I mean, look at that guy who uh, pumps Chris Kirkland you know, when he ran on the pitch at Leeds. He, was, he had a batting order, but he'd still managed to get around, got around the system, got around the membership system, and still got, got himself a ticket. It's never, never stop him. No. Oh. Right, so, has anyone else got anything they would like to bring to the table? How are we feeling for for the rest of the season off that? Uh, I, I've not changed because I I, I think I, I was I think I was relatively positive last week, um, and, and and also there's a couple of players that I think would be a mark to I think are big players scrappers like Garner and and I think he, he's the type of player at this time of the season that you want really, and you know, I, I, I like him. Here. I think he's uh, he, he could he could be a fan's favourite in a way because he's got. Runs around and he gets stuck in. And if he adds the goals, which he is doing now, it was only seventh of the season. Top scorer now. Top, yeah, top scorer, best goals. How many games I mean, he's not been a regular. He's the it? best goal to uh, goal to minutes ratio for our, from our strikers this season, including Will Grigg. Joey Garner. Um, but there's you know the other other players turning up as well. I mean, Powell's had good flashes, hasn't he? In the particularly in the Reading and uh, good ball for Massey. Well, they put three for Massey's goals. It's, he, he kind of had that first feeling. It's been a long time that you you know you've seen flashbacks from last season. Mm. The Powell Jacobs last year. Oh, it's yeah, it's great to see them season, all yeah. score. The front four all score, and then mm. just bring a striker on, and he scores. Yeah, I think that's really positive. Um, the, the fact that we won five two has given us that goal difference buffer as well over Rotherham. It's kind of players like that though, and he. And he, he, he it's almost like he does the link-up play quite well as well, that part of it. That, that's where you, you probably, if he is getting those few goals as well, you're not missing Greg, are you? No. You're missing him for what he's done. But A big worry for me, not a worry, um, but... Uh, not a worry, no, but a concern perhaps is that uh, we've got Brentford at home next and then the glut of away games that we've got Till the end of the season, we've got to win one. Will home be enough? Do you think? You, you will home be enough? A reasonable form at home now for the rest. Well, of the who've you got left at home? Brentford, Norwich, Preston, Preston, Preston Millwall, Millwall. Four, four. I'm targeting Brentford and Millwall definitely. If we, if we That's got enough. if we got six points from them, would we stay up? Yeah. yeah. What would that stick us on? What we on there? We'll be on forty-five, and, and That's what I, I don't know. Have you seen Robins running? Yeah, I know it's quite difficult. Yeah. I mean, that's they that's have that's three lot, games, I think, where they play kind of teams, you know, that you call them on the beach. Yeah. You can't really get playoffs. Like, yeah. I think Birmingham are kind of slow. Well, 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 let's, let's, let's talk about Birmingham, actually, because they could be put yeah. into a dogfight. We, we played Birmingham away, haven't we? Got yeah. And they could be right well, in the dogfight. Well, well, uh, obviously, the, uh, the, the bookmakers are expecting it because they're, they're actually now making, I'm pretty sure when I looked at it, that Birmingham were more, more likely to go down than us. No, right. slightly 
so, so they, 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 they Birmingham yeah, yeah. So they think the points are 12, 12 points deducted oh, they, ah. they, they signed a player in an embargo which is you know oh, I didn't so the football league looking at making an example of them yeah. uh, it puts them two points above us won't it to be fair to the football yeah. league what I would say is that not if, if, so, if someone com- if someone yeah. commits a disciplinary offence so um something like that they will they will uh, deduct points I mean I know it wasn't as big but even that admin error from Rotherham four years ago yeah. unlike the Premier League we West Ham yeah we only ate West Ham yeah, yeah I mean uh, that, that was just uh, I mean I think the point was they had too much of a range of sanctions available to them but at the end of the day the fine didn't mean anything did it because no. they were better off being in the Premier League yeah but, uh, so has anyone else got any more for any more so if we can yep. pick up two wins at home in the two games that we target, we, we, we're pretty much there. I think we've got an away win in us. Yeah, we've got an away win. But also, what you've got to remember it's with that point. Blackburn point. out of it, and, and we've been good enough for away points. So What you've got to remember about that, Paul, though, is those, if we do target those two games and they are our main targets, one of them's on the last day of the season, which is still yeah. one. That changes that as your target, doesn't well, it? We know we can get some good toilet roll from, don't we, Paul? Costco. Um, we've got some special guests lined up over the coming weeks, haven't we? Um, a couple we're working on, and a couple confirmed guests, uh, voices that you've heard, and um, people that you've seen make ridiculous uh, shout-outs on social media, and now I'm to live up to what they've said. Um, all in the pipeline, and we hope to get them on this, the premier podcast that is out there. Are you wanting to learn to drive or know someone who is? Do you want a refresher lesson to help rebuild confidence on the road? Answered yes? Then give Wigan Driving School a visit at www.wigan-driving-school.co.uk and they will take care of all of your needs. Wigan Driving School, working together with the Progress with Unity podcast. So, if no one else has got anything else to talk about, it's a good night for me. Good night for us. Bye, good night. Up the ticks.